Thanks for listening to Lost and Rewound. You can check us out online at lostandrewound.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Time to get embarrassed with us. I had a tape recorder when I was a tween, and in retrospect, those recordings were obscene. Travel back in time with the familiar sound. Let's all get lost and Episode 17, Literary Richard Cousins. Yo, what's going on? Welcome to Lost in Rewound. I am Alan. I'm Melissa. I'm Doug. We are back to recap some of our favorite recent clips. On our most recent episode of The B-Sides, we got to talk to Aaron Stock about his amazing tape that he recorded from Philadelphia Radio in 1986. Particularly our favorite was... Uh, Summer Holiday by MC Micro G and DJ Sven. Um, hey, that was a hidden gem I didn't know existed until we listened to that tape. Oh yeah, I definitely never heard it before, and you can hear from my reaction that I was just flipping out. Well, uh, I just—I like, think we can't—we uh, can't ever unhear it now either. Oh no, it's been stuck in my head since yeah, then. Exactly. I, the, I think we've all listened to it multiple times. The video of the top of the pops with them in their hilarious jumpsuits. <laughs> Sven with his so good. with his porn stash and Micro G with the best mullet I've ever seen. It doesn't even look like a mullet. I wonder if it's like one of those hats with the flaps. Oh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> was, notice that aspect of it. There were some really awesome mullets in the eighties, and a real sort of breadth and depth of style in mullets sure. too. That I mean. As you'll hear when we play the clip, you know, it really took us by surprise. What is definitely poignant about the tape in and of itself is that it is the diamond in what is otherwise a bunch of maxi singles. The entire tape is all pretty much maxi singles. Yeah, all all very well-known hits, and then this one completely random thing that was a hit in other places, but I had never heard of it. Uh, I think we all tracked down various versions of it on YouTube. There was a recent performance of it from, I think, 2012 in Holland. Sure. And it was a live show. The crowd went nuts. And yeah. They loved it. And I, was, I couldn't believe that this many people had ever heard this song before. One fun factoid before we dive into the clip. I believe this was also, this was the first hip-hop song to go to number one in France. Yep. Indeed. I think we actually uh, addressed that. Uh, yeah. So we're going to take a listen to uh, Summer Holiday by MC Micro G and DJ Sven, and then I think we're going to listen to a bit of our discussion of that with Aaron. Kick it. Lost and Rewound. We're into London and New York City, and we take a little piece of Amsterdam, right? We are going on a summer holiday, if you want to go, you're Sven. We go into London and New York City, and we take a little piece of Amsterdam, right? I want a holiday, I've spent a lot, the only thing is cool, the only thing I've got. That's where Sparrow stole me, a better dog, that's when hanging on the street, in the street, get choked, in the bar rocks, what happened to you? I told them it's my life, and I know what I'm doing. I saw it at school, I thought I'd never stay, but give me seven weeks again, I need my holiday. Well, this is my partner with the number one jam. Famous 
winners in the boogie Bronx and Amsterdam. He's the fastest rapper, yo, the name is Micah G. His rap is stronger than the soccer MC. Well, let me show you what my man can do. Rapping, rocking, popping, and the boogaloo too. But anyway, no more delay. Just listen to the beatbox he will play. My name is MC Sweat, and I was a DJ. And then I like the schools, so it took another way. You like the Micah G, so I use my voice. As soon as the body comes, it's the big Rolls Royce. That's right, my name is Micah G. I use the holiday with the FIC on the street. Was a party bigger than Hollywood? I grew up in this world, started in the neighborhood. We're gonna ring, rang a dong for a holiday. Put your arms in the air, let me hear you say. We're gonna ring, rang a dong for a holiday. Put your arms in the air, let me hear you say. We're gonna ring, rang a dong for a holiday. Mike and Dean Sweat, we're here to stay. We're gonna ring, rang a dong for a holiday. Hey, check out the new style we just played. We are going on a summer holiday. If you want to go, you'll swim. We go into London and New York City and we take a little piece of Amsterdam, right? We are going on a summer holiday. If you want to go, you'll swim. We go into London and New York City and we take a little piece of Amsterdam. That was totally amazing. Aaron, uh, I don't know what that. Aaron, tell me what the fuck that was. Yeah, I was say, can we can we re, can we revisit title and artist on that? Yeah, I I don't know what it is. It's, Aaron, uh, what was that? Uh, it was holiday rap, and it was MC Micro G and DJ Sven. DJ Sven. <laughs> okay, so where are they from? Do we know this? <laughs> is DJ Sven actually Dutch. from Sweden? They're Dutch. You said no. That's what it says here. They're Dutch. I- I heard, I recorded this. It was one of those kind of like folklore things where I said, "Hasn't anybody heard of this song? Some guys rap over uh, holiday Madonna, and nobody remembered it." They were like, "What are you talking about?" And thanks to YouTube and thanks to the internet, I was yes, I found it. I didn't know who they were. Who played it because I think I heard the introduction when I recorded it. It's amazing. Oh man, I'm just. It's blowing my mind. That's some of the worst rapping I've ever heard. <laughs> they're so Dutch. Good. What do you expect? Well, I mean, there's some good. Was it worse than Dutch my? MCs. Was it worse than my rapping? There's a. It's a different kind of thing. Producer Ryan has just handed me a, a Wikipedia entry that says "Holiday Rap" is uh, from 1986, mm. which fits perfect. They are, in fact, Dutch. And I couldn't understand what he was saying in the song or what you were saying, Aaron, in terms of their names. MC Miker G, which is M I K E R, and DJ Sven makes perfect sense. <laughs> I only started, understood about half the lyrics too. What the hell was that song about? It just sounds like they were going on a holiday yeah. in New York City. Yes, in New York exactly. City. <laughs> uh, one additional note: this song was number one in France in 1986. They would. Um, yes. It was the first number one rap hit in France. I don't, of course it was. France, you're on notice Great job, France. <laughs> Do you have a Dantiger Zone of your very own gathering dust in your parents' basement? Well, we'd love to hear your archived audio, no matter how old it is. Email your contributions to lostandrewound at gmail.com. Our thanks again to Aaron Stock for being not only a devoted listener of Lost and Rewound, but being, at this point, a very devoted contributor. Yeah, I can't wait to have him back on to talk about the the B side of that tape since we only <laughs> we only got to the A side on the last episode of the B sides. Yeah, I I would, that would be great. I made a funny. You did, and it was a good one. Also, uh, something to talk about is our most recent discussion with Wes Marcarelli, 
who is a tape DJ, an analog musician, if you will. I like that. Or an analog engineer yeah. of several varieties or multiple mediums, maybe? Sure. He goes by the DJ name Champagne Sequence, and he performs regularly, puts out his own stuff, has a few different labels that he helps run, and is one of the members of a collective called Tapeheads. And when we talked to him previously in the editing process of the interview, we wound up having to cut a segment, and we're happy to be putting that back in here so we can kind of do the extended version this time. And I think we're also going to listen to some more of his music after that. Lost and Rewound. You sing me what I The MC Hammer cover of Soft and Wet. Oh, okay. MC Hammer did a cover of a Prince song? MC Hammer apparently did a cover of Soft and Wet. I I actually, like, cut that part out because I didn't want to, you know, get anyone in trouble for playing copyrighted material or anything. You can check it out. Oh, there's an extended cut? There's an MC Hammer uh, Soft and Wet cover, yeah. MC Hammer being the first concert that I ever went to. MC Hammer was big for me at this point. That was in Connecticut. MC Hammer at... MC Hammer, New Haven Coliseum, uh, TLC, and Boys to Men opened up. Boys to Men had some That's kind of show. bus is, issue, so they didn't show. actually make it, but I did oh, get no. to see TLC in the Power Wheels. Yeah. How, how old are you? That's an awesome might, show. That might have been that year, or like 1990, 1991. This is also the tour when... MC Hammer was doing commercials for KFC where mm. he was like throwing popcorn chicken in the air and like doing these crazy spin dance moves and catching it in his mouth. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those commercials. His dancer Randy with the crazy uh, like bouffant Crazy hair, hair yeah. yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Back when it was actually Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's right. That's right. Not to be confused with its new namesake. Were you allowed to be singing that kind of stuff? Your parents weren't, like, super religious to the point where, like, they were just going to be strict. They, they, none, none of that music in the household. They kind of were, but MC Hammer was one of these artists that kind of... Got the pass. ...crossed over because he made songs <laughs> about praying. I feel, like TL, yeah, I feel like TLC, too, though, would definitely violate... Especially early 90s TLC would violate some sort of uh, Christian, conservative, religious... Well, yeah, you're, this is the, the the other thing here is that there's two households. There's my dad and my stepmom's household, which it's all that stuff's kind of okay. They're still Christian, but not like they they hadn't gotten crazy yet. Now they're like extremely conservative uh, Roman Catholic. And my mom and my stepdad, who were like in the process of getting extremely you know rigidly conservative, and there you are in the middle listening to MC Hammer, and there I am. But I didn't realize he was doing religious stuff that early. I thought that didn't come until much later. I know he did, like, a super patriotic album around September 11th, which I thought was pretty hilarious, because I didn't even realize he was still making music. I remember a, an early Hammer song that was called We Pray. Yeah, you've got, on... you've got to pray just to make it today. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I'm crazy about the love. How we like them, homeboys?
They're homie and the girls. Not girls. Homie and the homeboys. Yeah. That's better. Now. What shall we do? What else do I have cook? Nah. I know. Let's pray today. I didn't have any homework today. Ha, ha, ha. Well. Now let's see. This is Wednesday. 1991, November, what is it, November, 20th, hmm, it's a Wednesday, anyway, um, the Wednesday before, um, Thanksgiving week, yeah, that one, you know, for Thanksgiving week, not day. Here they go cracking. Say hi to everybody. Oh, I'm making a tape for um Gamma Man, everybody. Whoa. Oh, mm. hello there, Gamma Man. Come on, Sava. Sava bien easy, easy. Sava bien easy, easy. Sava bien. We. We. I just like the respect. I know. You were like playing a bunch of instruments and talking to somebody. Was that? I heard your mom in the background. But yeah. Was that mostly you, just sort of like doing voices yourself? Yeah. There's a lot of falsetto voices that I'm doing on the cassette, but I'm also talking to my mom at some point too. Sometimes we can't tell if it's a young child or a lady. Or, yeah. <laughs> or a young child yeah. pretending to be a lady. I refer I reference my my grandma, which is my uh, Quebecois grandmother, who is a supposed recipient of this tape. I don't think that ever happened, fortunately for her. But yeah, my, you can hear my mom kind of spouting off some French. Would you say that you were always recording from as early as you can remember? Was the tape recorder something that you always found yourself going back to as you were growing up in middle school? Uh, or rather, even before I did the mixtapes, but as you were younger, put out all your creativity? Yeah, I think that... Tape recorders are just a very accessible medium to record on. It's so easy to record with a cassette player. Also, my parents weren't using it as like a... I don't know why even like why they nurtured they, like, it. They nurtured. They kind of did, yeah. They, it's like it's like you know, here's a cassette player. Like Go I don't know who's town. using it. You know, your brother left it at home, and so like you can just like use this as. I mean, it's obviously, a, it's a renewable resource as a toy. Totally, yeah. The future for me and like becoming a musician. I wasn't really, I don't think, a, a musician back then, but 
Although um, you were playing the recorder like a all, champ. Although the, I was, uh, the flute recorder as opposed yep. to the tape recorder. And then also uh, banging those, like, what you I hear in a lot of, uh, like, mariachi bands. Like the... Dink, yeah. Dink, 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 You're doing Gotta Have Faith. I was just going to mention the little sort of hip seated hip gyration. Yeah, that was... I'm. I'm sad that people aren't going to be able to see that. Um, They're not. <laughs> they won't be. It's true. But but no, they, they, you clearly had a lot of instruments lying around. Yeah, and over time, playing music ended up turning more into like recording music and like the producing aspect of it for me. And I think this was kind of uh, the beginning of that. And you kind of hear in the recording, this is just playing around with the tape and as a medium recording over and like kind of not really layering it's just a simple handheld recorder but you can still like press record and kind of like smear other sounds into the track that's playing which i think ended up being inspiring as i was using it If you'd like to hear more of West slash Champagne Sequences music, go and check out the following websites. Boo Tapes, like bootapes.bandcamp.com or tigerasylum.bandcamp.com. And for both links, please be sure to check out music by Champagne Sequence. And if Alon's reading of those URLs was not absolutely crystal clear, or you forgot to write it down, you can check out the notes for this episode on our website. We'll have all of it, where to find our guests and their cool, interesting projects as well. Indeed. Indeed. And if you're listening to this, we want to hear from you. Let us know what you think about the show, uh, segments you like, segments you don't like. No, mostly just tell us what you like. Tell us we're awesome. Be, be positive about it. Write us a review on iTunes or email email us. I said email us again. Yeah, I did it Amol. last time too. Is that how they say it in Maryland? Amol. It must be. I'm sorry. Don't worry about it being feedback. Because honestly, feedback to me just makes me think of Alicia Silverstone and the way she feeds her kid. And that's just gross. So just whatever you feel like telling us, just tell us. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. Whatever. I don't know what you said, but I liked it. Whatever you do, do not Google Alicia Silverstone feeding methods. That's all I can say. Be a good Cards Against Humanity card, probably. It might already be one. <laughs> In some packs. <laughs> Doug. Yeah, it sounds like a bonus or a, exactly. cu- a custom. In my role as co-editor, co-producer of Lost and Rewound, we kind of got the format backwards this month, I think. We were intending for season two 2015 to do kind of short episodes and then compile them into a longer episode at the end of the month and we got pretty excited about recording again and being able to put out releases so we put out basically the entire episode both times and now we're coming back to do sort of the highlights and our favorite parts of both those episodes so starting 
Next time, we're going to flip it so that we start doing short hits every week. We'll give you some tasty little treats to uh, give you... We're going to... Wet your appetite. Yeah. We're going to come out. We're going to play the hits. And then a month later, we're going to put out the long play album, so to speak. I think it'll be a more fun way to build the episode and have really long, informative conversations with people, but then play them in a way that is actually fun to listen to. Yeah, I think that just about covers it. This has been another fantastic episode of Lost and Rewound. It was fantastic. It was. Twas indeed. And don't forget, you can always check us out online at lostandrewound.com. Is that our show, folks? That is our show. Lost and Rewound. Lost and Rewound is hosted by Alon Danziger, Melissa Lloyd, and Doug Johnson. Engineered by Ryan Wright. We're available online at lostandrewound.com. 